You are inside a podcast studio facing a microphone. Mm. Uh, turn on microphone. I don't understand on. Uh, use microphone. Use microphone with what? Use microphone with mouth. You start eating the microphone. No, 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 no. Use microphone with voice. I don't understand voice. Talk to microphone. I don't understand to. Talk at microphone. You begin talking at the microphone and give the intro to this week's episode. This week we play classic text adventure Zork, the Great Underground Empire on How Did This Get Played? I don't understand played. (laughs) (laughs) Play theme song. Modulate to F. Play C again. D major to G. And welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger alongside Heather Ann Campbell. Hi, Nick. I'm Heather Ann Campbell. And to my left is our producer, Matt Apodaca. It's me. Matt, oh God! Uh, what was that? What happened? I don't know. I think I'm tired today. I thought you were doing "It's Your Boy." I did "It's Your Boy," and I'd done "A." I'm just figuring it out. You could, okay, you you're were, auditioning new catchphrases. Yeah, got it. You were one letter away from "It's a Me," Matt. Yeah, that's true. It's, oh, that's uh, pretty good. That's okay. pretty good, man. Well, you know, what? I'll take the note. We'll see. <laughs> Wait, what is the note? Do it more like, be more like Mario. Like, I'm always getting told, be more like Mario. It's a me. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Huh. Uh, fuck. fuck. You said Mario, that's the issue there. Yeah. yeah this week's game is Zork. <laughs> Full title, Zork 1, The Great Underground Empire. It's the first of a trilogy of text adventures developed by a quartet of computer programmers at MIT between 1977 and 1979 and released in 1980 commercially. It's a lightly comedic fantasy where your player character, just named Adventurer, searches for treasure in an underground maze, no graphics, text only if you haven't played a text adventure, and to talk us through this. That was the hilarious podcast, Teen Creeps, Lindsay K. Ty, and Kelly Nugent. Hi, guys. How you doing? Yay. Hi. 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 Thanks so much for having us. You're, you're, we're happy to have you here. What oh, a man. delight. And, yeah. and, also, and thank like, you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, thank you for introducing Zork to me. I had not, um, I had never played a text RPG so before. So you were, you were new to, you were new to Zork. Uh, Kate, how about you? Also new to Zork. Have you played, have you ever played a text adventure? No. I don't think so. Well, I have, but they had graphics as well. Got and it. They yeah. were way more rudimentary. Yeah, I played. I played some pure text adventures way back in the day on my dad's computer. Uh, the one I remember most clearly is the Hitchhiker's Guide game, which mm-hmm. is which is which is pretty. You know, it's it's similar to this tonally. Uh, it's a it's a little bit more comedic, but yeah, they are very Heather. I mean, have you played? Have you dug in on these previously? Zork was my very first home video game. Wow! wow. As a kid, yeah, it came. It came with whatever computer my parents bought, and uh, it was the it was the thing that was built into that like the Windows ninety five or whatever it was, and. Um, I feel like this would have. Pre- I mean, this predated Windows ninety five, obviously. But it, it was. But it was in like yeah, the, the it was whatever, okay. whatever. So the it's pack like in. Mine, oh, Minesweeper, okay. yeah. Zork, yeah. Solitaire, <laughs> and um, it was uh, a game that I played with my mom. Aww. And so this game is uh, really emotional for me. Oh, oh, cool. I won't say anything about my experience. 
<laughs> I'll just appreciate how much you love it. Oh, well, no, I mean, it's it's not. Well, we'll get it. I don't think it's great, but it is my favorite okay. game. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what kind of what kind of games do you play? I, I'm stepping back from Zork for a second. What kind of games do you play if you if you game at all? Kelly, I know I know you stream. Uh, we can start with you. Sure. Um, I love um, an RPG that I can spend like two hours customizing my character oh, and then yeah. like intensely research romancing options and then <laughs> like try and make every single person like me and in doing so like make half of them hate me. Um, I love those. Right now I'm playing Fire Emblem, which is really, really, really fucking fun. Um, I don't actually, I, I'm pretty new to like strategy games. Yeah, I hadn't sure. played them. Um, I started playing like Divinity Original Sin and then I like, that was what got me into it because I missed that kind of world. Um, that's that's more an RPG with tactical combat, yes. kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, but I, I I I like you know I like sandboxy stuff. I like I mean Skyrim is like one of my favorite games of all time. Um, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is one of my favorites. All the Dragon Age games, all the, like all that uh, Bioware stuff, right? Um, Mass Effect, all those. R- we really we just will have covered on our previous episode Mass Effect Andromeda. Did you play that one? Oh, I did. So did we. Yeah. Um, first of all, I was pissed off because you can't, I mean, whatever, I'm not on that episode, but like that game, like that game pissed me off because like on all of the other Mass Effect games, I could like make my character look exactly how I wanted it, to, wanted her to look. And like, um, I just felt like the story was like cooler and all the characters were way cooler. And Garrus is my boyfriend always, but like, <laughs> honestly, like Andromeda, all the romance options sucked and like I couldn't you can't make your character look like you I, I, I was like pissed about that game I it's fine I'm not over it but it's fine that's why it was I, on this show yeah. yeah and also the the battle mechanics are really bad on that game um I, I agree with your takes overall although I will, I will say me being me it was very easy to make myself in Mass Effect <laughs> I mean yeah honestly like wasn't it like the first option yeah. you were like yeah <laughs> default uh, Weiger yeah mm-hmm. uh Lindsay uh, any, any game uh, what games do you like to play or, or, how, or how much what kind of a gamer are you I'm if you are one non gamer <laughs> I recently okay. downloaded the like uh, app game Gris or Grease G-R-I-S mm. and oh, yeah. um, I haven't started it yet so oh. there's that <laughs> uh, but it is like a non-speaking game about like grief and sorrow and how we deal with it so um, I was attracted to it for that reason <laughs> uh, when I was um, like in seventh grade I had a Sega Genesis mm. and I played Sonic and I played Hell Aladdin yeah. Hell yeah! and I played Toe Jam and Earl Wow. Uh, when I was little, I had a computer when I was like seven, and I played Pictionary on it. Mm, oh, yeah. and I played Loom and was very bad at it and gave up very quickly. Wow. Yeah. I, you know what? It took me, I like, I didn't get Loom at first. I'd played a lot of those LucasArts adventures, and then like I, I figured out or read. Actually, I don't know. Where would I have read it? Because it was there wasn't like a, the same sort of internet yeah, thing. Yeah, you you're a, not there. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't have existed at the time I was playing it. But like then I figure out you can say like there because Loom, it's a, it's got a mechanic where you play songs, but I think you can play them backwards and do the opposite effect, which is something they have in. Maybe you read Ocarina. it in a manual. It might have been that. Yeah. But this I was like, I was similarly stuck in it exist. before I figured that out. This the was a LucasArts game? Like, yeah, this was. Yeah. 
It like looks Damn. cool. It's got a cool aesthetic. Yeah, you got you this it's weird like really pretty. robed Illuminati looking. It looks character. like uh, Black Cauldron had yeah. the same um, sort of art style that like m- blue monochrome. That's right. That's oh. a good look, man. Yeah, yeah it, it looks was cool. really, it's really cool. beautiful. I was just like really bad at it. Your main mm-hmm. character and and everyone who lives in his village, they just look like uh, people from the orgy and Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. <laughs> That was like the era of gaming, though, where like, you know, you couldn't really like look up what to do. So you would just be like, like literally stuck for years and just be like, I guess this is what I do. This was my Zork. Oh. Where I would just like get into a place and I'm like, man, I don't know. Right, yeah. And I would just like keep turning around. <laughs> like, mom, I'm in a hut. I don't know. My mom had a coworker whose daughter was playing Zork also. Oh. And so once in a while when I would get stuck, that there would be like a game of like telephone that would go like I'd ask my mom like hey can you figure out what like what I'm supposed to do at the dam and mm. she'd be like well I can see if uh if my coworker's daughter has figured it out and then she she would have figured out one thing that I had like it would, it would right. like like a community that's really cool the slow net yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it's like the through the grapevine of, yeah yeah um can, uh, speaking of uh, of text in, in, in general because you your podcast you cover you cover books you cover a, mm-hmm. a teen literature mm. and uh it, how do you feel about reading text in games versus reading text and printed on the printed page because mm. I, I I'll, I'll just say like I found myself I've I've realized some of my favorite games are these dense long RPGs like Planescape Torment where I've basically read a whole novel mm-hmm. by the time I'm done with it and I'm like <laughs> why I was just I could have just read a book but for whatever reason the limited amount of interactivity I had near these branching dialogue trees like made this more satisfying. Well, I, I mean, for me, I also like really like um, really story heavy RPGs right. also, mm-hmm. which is a lot of like, I mean. We're lucky now that with Fire Emblem Three Houses, it's like fully voiced, but like a lot of those games aren't. And then so it's a lot of like just reading through people's dialogue and like yeah. things that are happening. Um, Find a book in someone's house and you're, you end up reading pages of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Or like collecting. The, you know, the weird thing is, though, like in Skyrim, you know how you can like collect all those books? Mm-hmm. I don't read that shit. I don't have time. <laughs> I like, I, I'm, I'm too busy collecting cheese. I don't have time for collecting books. But like, it, I, I liked it. I don't know. I liked reading it. I, I was like, oh, imagination. I was like imagining right. where I was. It was kind of cool. I don't know. Uh, do you do either of you read fantasy slash sci-fi, which is kind of the world this this game lives in? Not fantasy. The books the books on the podcast are like Christopher Pike, R.L. Right, yeah. So um, I read more like horror and supernatural, mm, less so it. fantasy and sci-fi. Mm. Yeah, um, I was you, big into. End of fantasy and sci-fi. What like, specifically? Um, well, I mean, I liked Harry Potter a lot. Okay. And I liked, um, well, okay, before I realized how terrible the author was, I really liked Ender's Game oh, as a yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, just now I, I, oh, shit, I shouldn't even bring it up because I, I don't know. I just downloaded a, a, a fantasy book. Useless. Why was it Dragon it? Riders of Pern? No. <laughs> was it good guess? Though. Was it Dragon Lance? No, no, no. Hold on. Was pulling up my Kindle. Something with dragons. Keep guessing about dragons. <laughs> was it Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, the novel series? It was the Mistborn series. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's a dis- heavy disappointment there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> well, that was Does, cool. Is there a dragon in the subtitle? Maybe. No. Mistborn. The- Mistborn. Oh, Mist. Oh. Well, that's a totally different book than I thought. Yeah, no, Mistborn, like Born of the Mist. Mm. 
I, I will say this, and 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 we should get into Zork a little bit. Uh, he, my issue with with Zork and text adventures in general is that I feel like for me, reading is hard enough. And like, <laughs> it just makes reading more challenging. Like I'm already like, like I, it's already a struggle for me just to focus on what's happening and to process it and to, to read through a page and actually have it ingest into my brain it's versus literally like a reading comprehension test. It is the yeah. entire time. Right. Yeah. You're, you have to pick up on a, on a, on a bunch of different, different uh, context clues and make inferences to make this make any, any sort of sense. A little bit about this game was developed and published by Infocom. Huge word of mouth hit in the early home computing days, computing days uh, released in 1980, but it was, it was the word of mouth propelled it to be the best selling game of 1981 through 1984. Wow. Eventually sold 800,000 copies which was a blockbuster for its time, two canonical sequels, and then uh, some, you know, later games that were also in the Zork universe. What was the one you played, Heather? What, Return to Zork? No, so I played Zork 1, yeah. and then I also played Return to Zork, That's which what I meant, the later one, the graphical ROM one, yeah. Cool. Game. Mm. Uh, and I asked Matt to pull up the uh, the initial uh, sound cue from that, which we'll play maybe a little bit later, uh, because when you when you play Zork, it's uh, it's a silent experience. Unless you have right. music in the room, like it's spooky because... You're reading this thing and it says, oh, there, there's like a dim light and maybe your sword's glowing and it's mm-hmm. kind of spooky. Uh, Return to Zork just immediately burns down that entire house conceptually and has the worst mo- intro <laughs> moments of a game ever. <laughs> ever. Zork 1, 2, and 3 were originally a f- one single game. And oh. because of memory limitations, they yeah. had to split them oh. into three separate games. Uh, that and you would lose all your items, but I guess the way that it originally was designed, you keep all those items all the way through it, and they had to like change some dungeons mm, and stuff. Right. I like that stuff, man. I really like drawing a map for Zork. <laughs> I drew my I, I drew my it. map, and I don't think my map worked because I was <laughs> I was like I was like oh obviously I just turn around like yes. it, it was not it was not good. My map did not help me. The moment I realized that instead of looking at my poorly drawn map, which was like either too small or too big, or then I would just start writing blocks of text. And then I realized I could just type in look and it would repeat what was in the room. I was like, okay, this helps. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So uh, do we have that clip up, Matt? I do. Here we go. This is from Return to Zork. Oh, it's Mr. Rogers' trolley. Yeah. <laughs> a vulture just landed on a sign. Hey. What? Hey, I've been talking a long time. I oh, sense man. movement. Ugh. I need a new battery. What? Can you hear me? A new oh, battery. There's your inciting like- incident after <laughs> years of waiting for Zork is an old man screaming at you. I need a fucking battery. Grumpy also, neighbor. there's something that like the the humor of Zork doesn't yes. translate to a oral performance. Yeah, yeah. it's funnier when <laughs> you read it. Not. It's yeah. real. It's real 1970s programmer humor. Yes, like, right. One of the jokes that stood out to me is like when you drink water and it's like, "Thank you, I've been talking a long time, so I'm kind of thirsty." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you you have to be like, "Wait, who is there? A narrator? Is this like a yeah? Um, is the cam the conceptual camera is like a character? Yes, like the dude on the cloud in Mario 64. Like it's an actual being. Right. It's yeah. Lakitu filming like, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your little 
guide. He, it's yeah. very dorky, but also like kind of charming. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and, and we talked a little bit about the. By the way, that guy, that guy's co- wardrobe in the Return to Zork clip is insane. <laughs> it looks like he's. Yeah. It looks like he's doing crude cosplay of the uh, the genie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the so the the we mentioned earlier that that the internet did not exist in its current form. It particularly did not in the early eighties. Uh, they sold a lot of hint books for this game, and the hint book was actually published in one of them was published and written in invisible ink, so what? that you can look through it without spoiling oh. everything. Oh awesome. my yeah. god! It is kind of awesome. You know what? Me at thirteen would have been like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really cool. That's wow. super cool. I bet, um, I bet I, a lot of purchases were made of people who specifically did not use it just so they could be like, I have this and look, I didn't even have to use the hint book. I didn't I have to look at the invisible like, link. I bet that's like really um, coveted now. Like oh, I bet oh, yeah. you could buy oh, that yeah. for so much money yeah. now. Right. Are you go on eBay? Go on eBay and let's see. Let's see. If, let's, let's see if we can get one right now. You, my uh, my limited edition hint book is the Nino Kuni uh, had like a, a limited edition book with all the spells in it. Yeah, uh, and I have that book. And um, please stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's cool, though. That's cool. <laughs> uh, no exact matches found for the Zork hint book. Yeah. What? If you're out there and you have a copy of that hint book, send it to uh, how did this get played? Dot us. No, I think, I think, I think <laughs> there's one right there. Oh, really? It's a hundred dollars. Oh, that's not that much. Yeah. No, but oh, for one, two, and three. Oh. It's a oh. hundred. I mean, okay. That's a good, I mean, that's is a that good just, chunk of change. Is that just inflation? Yo, that's <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I yeah. mean, that's really cool. Man, that's awesome. It's cool. It's, <laughs> I'm surprised that there I, That's right. like really, um, I feel like that's really interesting marketing. I've, uh, well, here's, games to do that now. Right. Is my question. Was the real point of Zork and games like this to sell hint books? Because how the fuck am I supposed to know what to do (laughs) of this game. I wandered around in circles for such a long time around the, like the rim of the Canyon. I would go down the the Canyon. canyon. I went back up the Canyon. I went to the tree. I took the egg. Oh yeah. You took that egg. I was like, I keep hearing the songbird. Am I supposed to follow the songbird? I didn't know how to follow the songbird. I would go in the maze in the cellar and just circle around. I, Entered restart so many times, just trying to undo the yes. horrible rabbit hole I had fallen into. It, it is very obtuse. I feel like they were almost like proof of concepts. You know, mm-hmm. like it was sure. like, look what we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, imagine a book where you could like type at the book and it would change. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like Zork was, was like a, a, a totally new kind of thinking about text. Right. And as such, I think it was a pretty cool success. But you're right about the puzzles. Like, I until I looked up this time how to beat the giant, like I would never, ever, ever yell or type Odysseus. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. that makes no sense. Like, yeah. fuck that. Right. Like, yeah. I would yeah. never do that. Like, I, I I, know, like, if my sword's glowing, draw sword. Uh, and yeah. then, like, attack grew. Like, that, that yeah. all tracks. But, like... There was shit where there's no way for you to know it without knowing the hint book. I think oh, yeah, I think part sure. of the obtuse I think like how obtuse this game is is was maybe in the early days when there weren't a lot of games and even if there were most people had computers that couldn't run them, you know. So like like you had something that was a text adventure when there wasn't there wasn't a lot of interactive software that people could play on their computers period. Like 
it just being something that took a long time to get through and that you had to like find like kind of form your own community to I, I guess in a way I'm getting back at, at Lindsay's hit, uh, hint book point, which I think it was in a way that was part of its success is just like, oh, I've got to figure this puzzle out. I've got to talk to other people. I've got to like look for other resources and I end up immersed in this thing for a long time and end up talking about it to other people. Uh, so the way you control uh, just my just my speculation here, uh, my completely half assed, unsupported by any facts uh, speculation. <laughs> um, so you control this game by t- we haven't really talked about what text adventures are. If you I imagine if you're listen to the podcast you know but it, in case you don't you control it by typing in text and hoping the parser understands what you mean part of what why zork was so successful is its parser was a lot more comprehensive than other text adventures the very and for human beings the parser is like does the program understand what i'm asking it to do yeah, so like it's like said, how you and i process a conversation <laughs> <laughs> so like for example if it'd be like pick up pick up duck mm-hmm. and that would work like pick, yeah pick duck probably works mm-hmm. duck and then it would say like what to do with duck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and like the the commands that it because it it even knows like I don't want to say like tenses but like conjugations almost like it mm-hmm. it is it is it was more um definitely more advanced than some other like even I remember playing like oh god I don't even remember the name of this game someone help me it is um sci-fi you are in a spaceship it I played it on an Amiga Shout out to people who had Amigas. Oh yeah, uh, and I remember one thing where I would I would space say Space like, Quest. I think it was Space. Was was the joke like the, it, one of the jokes was if you told the little guy to run, it would say I don't do running. And I remember like being thirteen and being like, <laughs> Is this it? it I, very comedic. <laughs> wow. I don't know. But I remember like certain commands it didn't yes. understand, like simple ones. And th- this game understands a lot. Well, there was there was a I wrote down one of the ones that it didn't understand because it pissed me off so much, <laughs> which is uh, there's a handheld air pump here, and I typed in get air pump, and it said I do not understand. It doesn't mm, understand yeah. get, and then I went get pump, and it was like you now have the pump. Yeah, what? Right. but I modified it with the word that it used as a modifier, and it didn't know what it what it was. Yeah, and that was upsetting. Yeah, that's confusing. I would uh, type in things like, I'd say like climb down. Because it would say like, oh, this wall at the canyon seems climbable. And I don't know if you can tell, but the canyon was about as far as I made it through <laughs> the game. I played this for three hours. Yeah. And so it would be like, oh, you can climb down this canyon. And so I would put climb down. It went, climb down what? I was like, climb down the canyon. I don't understand the word canyon. I was like, bitch, oh, you said it to me. Yes. I remember when I said, I know you know this word. I tried to climb down the canyon too. And I remember being like, okay. And I, and so then I would, so then I hit E for East and it was like, great. You're at the bottom of the canyon. And I was like, what? I can't just walk a direction and climb. I said what to do. <laughs> you told me what I should do. And then I said it back at you. You acted like it was nothing. And at one point I typed in, I hate you. And it said, I don't understand the word hate. And I typed in, fuck you. And it said, I don't understand the word you. And I was like, you know the word fuck. <laughs> 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 For my most recent playthrough, I played it with my girlfriend on my original Mac Classic. Oh, cool. Uh, and we played, before this episode was assigned, we started playing. Yes. <laughs> really? Because it's so so meaningful for me. And her her experience of it was, was very similar. She'd be like, well, I don't, 
can't you just jump, jump, jump tree? Yes. Jump at tree. Jump up tree. <laughs> like as t- fast as she can yes, type. Yes, like, yes. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'd be like, just, just. Just, uh, just, <laughs> just to climb the tree. And be like, okay, fine, but I don't understand why that's different from jump up tree. <laughs> I was getting very like um, scared that I would miss things, mm. so I was like, I'm gonna collect everything I can. Oh yeah. So I like collected like everything. I collected that little lunch. I collected the peppers. I collected like the egg. I collected mm-hmm. like literally anything I could find. I collected, and then um, I was like really excited. I was like, okay, I'm like doing the right thing. And then I went up um, a chimney. I climbed up it and I lost all my items. And then, so I got really pissed off because like I lost my sword even, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go back down and then I went into this art gallery and I like took a painting and then I went uh-huh. to another room and a guy stole the painting from yeah. me. Yeah. Is it that fucking That's the thief. thief. The the thief. thief. I'm going to kill that guy when I get home. That thief. He took all my shit. <laughs> yeah. Guys, uh. how amazing. Hold on though. <laughs> like when all this stuff happened the, uh, in my most recent playthrough, I was like, holy shit, there's like a workable inventory. Like yes, it wasn't I could, something you could, I couldn't right. remember. You can't yeah. carry a certain amount of things and that like usually when you talk to Google or Siri, you're like, uh, what's the weather like today? And it'll say the weather and then you'll be like also uh how's what's the news and it'll be like i don't understand mm-hmm. like it can't track yeah. like google can do it but siri can't track like two or three things at a time yeah and this like tracked all your items in this fucking text adventure yeah i was that really impressed siri yeah. doesn't remember if you have a lantern it. yeah <laughs> oh yeah and how much how much uh what like gas does it have yes yeah, yeah. Uh, i was amused when so I'd say inventory and it would tell me everything I had because I wanted to take the painting because I was like, I don't know, it seems important. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to figure out, okay, well, what seems less important than this painting in my inventory? Uh-huh. And so I'd be like, drink the water and blow. Like, I don't know how. And I was like, oh, open the bottle. Mm-hmm. And then and then I'd say drink water and it would drink the water. And then I'd pick up the painting. It was like, no, too heavy. And I was like, okay, eat the lunch. Oh, I ate yes, my lunch yeah. too. And, and I ate my garlic. Then I could pick up the painting and I'm like, well, how does, what is the weight that <laughs> yeah. That's a big sandwich. Yeah. That's the, a fat salad. The bottle's, yeah. the bottle's like an airplane bottle, but the, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like, do I eat the garlic? I ate the garlic. I what shouldn't happened? have. I don't know. I felt like I was supposed to throw it at a vampire or something later. I know. You do I actually I need should, it later. You yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah, I kept the garlic. What do you do with the garlic? You, there's a bat. There's a vampire bat that you overcome I with the garlic feeling. later on. Do you know, in yeah. all of my playthroughs as a kid, I didn't know that you were supposed to go back to that main room with the trophy case yeah. and put the oh, treasures right. in the trophy case. <gasps> like, I would always <laughs> leave them in a specific pattern in the dungeon or in the underground area. I didn't know you could store them there. So that, so that I would be like, okay, I always know that the golden egg is in this room. Yes. And, the, and because I was like, at some point that will become useful. And then after for, for this episode, I was like, well, I should like, I don't know, watch a playthrough of Zork. Yeah. And the first time the dude put or woman, whoever it was playing, I think it was a dude, uh, put the uh, egg in the trophy case. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> oh my God. That's the end of the egg quest. Yeah. Just put it in the All it is is put it in shelf. The- it really, you really are kind of be just a guy who is just stealing relics and then putting them in your home. Are you a guy or a girl? 
You are. I actually. I think I don't you're just know. you, right? I think you're just you. Type in. Am I? This is the first question. Type in. Does do Ooh. I have penis? We have Zork. <laughs> we have Zork Who up am on I? the computer here. Open penis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is a thing because I read the entire manual for this game. Oh, okay. And the, it does mention, it does tell you to deposit to, uh, uh, treasures in the trophy case in the manual. Oh, it does. Also, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And you might miss it because most of the manual is just lore. There's just like pages and pages of dense lore about the bellicose king. I read all of that. Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> funny it is oh, it is interesting wow. yeah. that i because i had the thought i was like oh this feels like a douglas adams book it's it is very douglas adams sense yeah. of humor because when i started it that first paragraph is like bellicose the blah 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 and i was like my i could feel myself getting heavier and sleepier <laughs> and then i got to the second paragraph and the joke started and i went oh this game's supposed to be funny <laughs> and then i was way more into it right cool I wanted to play it like as a blind playthrough, so I didn't look up anything about it or anything at all when wow. I started playing. So I was like in the woods for so long. So I was like, <laughs> I've got to find something. I'm like marching yeah, around the I woods. Too. <laughs> and then I finally get in the house and then I'm, there's like, there's a rug there. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I went under and I was like, oh my God, this is the game. Because yeah. I was like, I was like in a tree for too long. And like, it was not. I went under the house first. The mm. first like hour I tried playing. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm trapped and blah, blah, blah. And so I started over and then I went outside and I was wandering around the woods and I was trying to figure out that Canyon. And then all of a sudden I realized I was like, well, I just read that whole fucking manual where it said this was like an underground kingdom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm supposed to go underground, you dummy. And so then that's when I went back to the house. Uh, uh, the first thing that happens in this game, perhaps the most famous first line in, in video games, you are standing in an open field west of a white house with a boarded front door. There's a small mailbox here. Uh, if you open up the mailbox, there's a leaflet inside, and the leaflet kind of gives you an introduction to Zork, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it, uh, Zork is a game of adventure, danger, and low cunning, and it will explore some of the most amazing cunning. territory ever seen by mortals. No computer should be without one. So kind of breaking the fourth wall. Uh, but yeah, it's the kind of thing like you don't... There's there's a lot of stuff that's very early game here before they kind of realize like inventory management is maybe not like the most fun mechanic. You know, it's not oh, maybe so not the say most. You. So yeah. say you. I, I love inventory management. Look, I like I like managing encumbrance or a grid or something like that. Just trying to remember a no, list yes. of items and like you know and eating your lunch and your garlic. Yeah, and knowing yeah. I have to drop a leaflet so I can pick up my sword is yeah. like you know. Uh, yeah, but that was another thing where it's like I drop a leaflet and I can hold the sword. Yeah, what <laughs> is my strength? Like? Uh, the sword's really light. Right. <laughs> and the leaflet's it's really, really heavy. <laughs> so yeah, inside the house, and then you you end up going, uh, there, there's, a, there's a little forest outside where there's a little bit you can explore, but yeah, the, most of the game is underground, and underground there is this thief who kind of menaces you that we referenced Fuck earlier. That thief, that thief just will appear him. randomly and steal your shit, and it is... I feel like he does lengthen the game quite a bit. Like, it's just like the randomness of him and how much he sets you back is like a, just an ongoing frustration. But I mean, I, I I don't know. I guess I don't. Does it need it? I don't know. I, I again, when the thief sh shows up and I'm an adult and I'm playing, I'm yeah. like, wow, there's like a random encounter in this game. In the same way, when you get all the way to the dam and you have Ooh. to like wait 
for the water to rise. Did mm-hmm. not do that. It, it, it really blew my mind that there was yeah. like an internal clock of movement. When the water's I rising in that, in that lobby area or in, in, the, wa- in it, the dam? There's like you get a wrench and you turn a thing yes. and yeah. it lets water in. Yeah. And then if you leave. And, yeah, and it comes and it goes higher, right? Yeah, and you keep coming back to the room. Yeah. Then the water raises in the dam until you can do a thing. Wow. I didn't know you could do a thing. I just thought I was going to drown, so I got scared and left. <laughs> I was like, it's up to my neck. Ah! And I was like, I, I can't was keep going back. waiting in the wrong spot then because once it like you go down the cellar and it's like, oh, the door shut behind you and somebody bolted it. And so then I went in the next time and I like took all my things and then I waited in that room and I waited and I waited <laughs> and I waited and jack shit was happening. I was like, oh, I guess I'm back down the cellar. <laughs> if somebody locked it behind me, I thought maybe I could wait and they would show up and I'd fucking kill him. Ah. Mm. Right. Uh, there is, there is, I mean, you do Probably get to kill thief. some things and one of them is the troll. And I will say it's, ah. it's so weird. Cause like, it's just text, but like when the, when there's like a troll or the Colossus you run into, rather Cyclops rather that you, Wait, that you run into later. Are like, you, are you calling, is it a Gru or is it a troll? It says troll. There's a troll you actually yeah, fight. There's oh, a troll. Okay. There's a troll, the, but they do say Gru in the text when they're like, you might be eaten by a Gru. Yeah. You're likely to be eaten by a Gru if you don't have your light on. You can, that's, that's a, that's another sort of thing that can kill you pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like. I, that that is like genuinely even the Gru as well is kind of genuinely menacing. I'm yeah. like I was I don't know why this is making me afraid. Oh, I'm no. looking yeah. at words on like this is a th- I can just it's turn this off. And it's funny because every move is like a second. It's not yes. like if you just stand there, something's gonna get you. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, what, my, the first time I did it, it was not scary at all for me because he was like, "Wait, is he sleeping at first? What's happening with him? I, I think your sword glows and yeah. you go yes. into a room and then you just like you can, can like kill him. Hack oh him yeah, he he times. just looked at me and I was like kill and I I killed yeah. the troll and then he died and then I like got fucked up in another way so then I restarted the game and then so I was like oh maybe I'll try to like talk to him and I like tried to talk to him and he killed me almost instantly and so I was scared for That's that. That's how that yes. thief got all my stuff. Is unlike the troll where I was just like kill it immediately. With the thief, I said. Say hello. And it was like, he took all your shit and he ran. I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm just mentioning you like, oh, hello, fellow traveler. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd be like funny and say some shit. Yes, right. He just robbed me. Yeah. Like a thief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, so you're kind of just like walking through this environment. It's, it's hard to tell what exactly the underground is because it's it's like it paints a there's a you know there's a lot of very vivid descriptions but there's lots of stuff going on because like there's trolls uh there's a there's a, a coal mine um there's a river there's a dam that was mentioned yeah. there's, there's a, a maze like an egyptian area yeah it's just kind of a, yeah, this tableau of a bunch of different like there's a loud room yeah there's a loud yeah. room the yeah. loud room was very interesting because room, then room, room. you'd say like inventory and because it was so loud it told me like it's too loud for you to even think and then i'd be like inventory and it would go inventory inventory. I was like, oh, you can't think right now because it's too loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Were you guys able to get the silver bar that's at the bo- in the middle of that room ever? Yeah, I forget what the solution is. You type <laughs> echo. You have to, yeah. Oh, how the fuck? It's one of those things. You type that. echo and then the room because so like if the way that I found figured that one out is that you like it's the loud room and so you say something and it echoes mm-hmm. and usually when you're like a kid oh, yeah, you, oh, right, echo. Yeah. you just go echo and mm-hmm. then it, so that's how you solve that puzzle you say echo 
And then what happens? This, it stops being loud? I think so. Yeah, I don't fucking remember. Uh, Only a dang. little bitty child has the innocence to know to say echo. <laughs> Truly. Well, the, you type Dare. echo. On the ground is a large platinum bar. You type echo. The acoustics of the room change subtly. <gasps> uh, on the ground is a large platinum bar, and then you can take it. Oh, platinum. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I stand corrected. I have, a, I have a, a nerd question that yes. maybe you can solve, or you guys could solve. Anybody yeah. can solve this. Doubtful. So there's a matchbook. Right, and that you yeah. find, and written in the matchbook is, I can obfuscate and confuse with the best. Now, is obfuscate and confuse is a vampire the masquerade set of move or of of powers? Like mm-hmm. those are the two powers. Mm-hmm. Is that a D and D power also? Is that a what I'm asking? Is is I don't the know. matchbook is that a, a reference? Like a bard power? Is it, it a reference be. to something else, or is vampire the masquerade's reference to Zork? Like where does that? Start. Which came first, the Zork? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't know. I don't know what that, I mean, like, clearly a lot of, Zork seems to have, you know, even the, 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 sword glowing near the troll that's like from Lord of the Rings I mean it, it, it clearly pulls a bunch of stuff but it's also like kind of created its own it obviously created its own world that, that people re- that other nerds referenced later on so I, I don't know where it came, what it came from I also don't know when the pen and paper Vampire the Masquerade came out so it had to have come out after this I would assume so right but I w- so my okay I'm looking at a reference so to this it who, seems like so yeah. obfuscate and confuse is not a D&D thing okay confusion is a spell but okay. not obviously getting confused. So, uh, wait, so then, okay, it's Vampire so, the Masquerade and this have both of them. So then, Maybe it's referencing... So then Vampire must be referencing this. And yeah. I was wondering if the matchbook was referencing something else. And our our mm. uneducated answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. Having no information. All right, well, there we go. There's no other yeah. way to find out. No, no. And no one needs to tweet at us or tell us. Yeah. Someone, someone listening to this <laughs> is so frustrated. They're screaming. Right now. <laughs> screaming. <laughs> For 20 minutes on an episode. They're just screaming nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, there's, so there's different rooms. There's the, the loud room uh, we mentioned. Um, there's also a room I, I like. Uh, this one's for you and me, Matt. The dome room. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? Why is that? Why <laughs> did that just, just happen? <laughs> Why did that hand Oh, is that happen? a guy thing? Yeah. So, well, is it a guy thing? Saturdays for the boys. Yeah. Girls wouldn't understand Saturdays are for the boys. <laughs> getting dome, another term for getting Oh, getting dumb. head? Is that what that's for? Getting brain. Yeah. I didn't cool, want to. I didn't want to high five Nick, but I usually let him hang on those. <laughs> I decided to let him have one. <laughs> Wait, that's a blowjob reference? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I knew that actually. <laughs> cool. Fucking yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool stuff. Cis-gender. Yeah, Nick and I are pretty cool. We're pretty guys. cool. That's cool, We're pretty man. cool. As I avoid making eye contact with everyone. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. sweating. Yeah. <laughs> it is like so. Like you've got all these different things. You've got the so there's there's like a rainbow and like like gold at the end of a rainbow, but there's also like sarcophagus and kind of like a a pseudo uh, you know Egyptian area. So yeah. It's kind of like a like every single different thing from different fantasy slash relic settings are kind of crammed to together. Get to the end of that damn rainbow, I couldn't. That, that was the moment that where I was just damn like, rainbow. Spit, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. Let's high five like dome. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was just like spinning around in circles, not understanding where. Zork yeah, wanted me to go. You know what? You, you know how you cross the rainbow? You type in cross rainbow. <laughs> no, you don't. Really? Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yes. Fuck yeah. that. Some of these things seem like it's like a crazy, like difficult solution. And sometimes it's just as simple as kill, kill troll with sword. Oh, that worked? Okay. I did yeah. feel really smart when I was like, I my 
when I encountered the troll, I just put kill troll. Yeah. And then it would say, with what? I was like, fucking sword, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and then I'd kill, kill troll with sword. And I just had to do that a couple of times and the troll died. And then I watched a walkthrough and, or a playthrough, and the guy got in this epic battle with the troll <laughs> and took like 29 damage. And I was like, you dumb idiot. You just had to kill him. <laughs> uh, it is like, it is. Because you can watch a playthrough of this game, but you can also read a transcript, which is very yeah. different than, you know, games nowadays. Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah. I feel like if you updated Zork for today, if you could, like, make a text adventure where you could type any of this stuff, almost the way that Scribblenauts, which was this, mm. like, DS game, had, like, yeah, anything that you could write into it would become an object, like oh, a physical cool. object. What? Like, I feel like if you were to make Zork now, it would be so much fun to be, like... Stab troll's armpit and yes. have the thing respond <laughs> yeah. like, "Ooh, you missed!" But he's yeah. he's guarding his armpit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool, right? Because like they have they have bots that can like you can even have it be really really reactive, right? Because they have bots that can write movies, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So like you could have a bot that would be reactive to like basically you'd have it learn yeah. a dictionary, oh, wow. yeah, and then like basically. Oh, wow. That would be really cool. Like, have a dungeon yeah. master, but have it be text-based. It would be so much fun. That'd be really cool. A chat that would bot be very cool. dungeon master. This, I've this just, is, again, wow. if you it's like my stream. game design ideas, contact <laughs> us at how did this get played pod at twitter.com. That's right. And, uh, and That's not our handle. <laughs> It's HDTGP pod. Okay. Oh my god, yeah. that's dense. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's, it's tough. And I just said it, that was correct. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> did you get through the maze? No, you, I, did. I did not get through the maze you without a guy. Press up. That I watched what? somebody do that on a playthrough. You just fucking up. It was up. the guy it? who didn't know to kill the troll went up. And then he was just like out of the maze. I was like, "How?" Can I got what? stuck in that fucking maze. Me I, too. I kept trying to go like That's east when west. I really started. You just, pre- I mean, again, I feel like these were solutions that I, as an idiot child, solved. <laughs> <laughs> but then there were other things where I was just like, "I have no, I have no idea," and there's no way to know what the idea was even supposed to be. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, as a kid, I was just like, "Up, yeah, well, up, I, yeah." After I saw that playthrough, I. I went in the maze again. I was like, oh, I'll just go in the maze and wherever I go, I'll just put up. But you could only put up in a specific place, I guess, because I walked in, yes. got lost, kept trying <laughs> to up so many times. I was like, no, but up. Really? And it wouldn't let me up. Oh, well, I didn't get to the maze on this playthrough. It's there's a lot. I mean, you get like the this is a, a this is a part of a maze of twisty little packet passages all alike. And then if you hit any of the directions, it's not the right one. You just get that same thing repeated and you can yeah. get turned around in there. And yeah, it is it is a thing unless you can think spatially, which I don't I can't do a great job of. I need I need to map it out. It, yeah. It's very easy to get disoriented. And then you go through and you're just basically collecting a bunch of different shit. And that's the that's the game. You're just you know, it's an Indiana Jones thing. You're a relic hunter. You're just compile. You're just an filling adventurer. your trophy case. An adventure. You're filling your trophy case with a bunch of different shit uh, before until you can progress into uh, Zork 2. And, and that's the end. Uh, and and uh, it means you've decided that's just your house now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. I found a house and 
It's my house now. Yeah. Yeah. It's never said explicitly that it belongs to you. Yeah. It, you're just I there. I feel like it explicitly does not. Yeah. yeah. So you find someone else's fucking lunch in there and they're probably yeah. really excited to come home and eat it and, and you eat all their garlic. Yeah. And then you've you taken all their garlic. Yeah. And also, you're busy climbing in their chimney. The uh-huh. front door is boarded. Like, oh, yeah. You have to break like, into it. Yeah. In. That's true. Yeah. It's not your house. Yeah. That's not oh, your house. Some guy's going to get in there and be like, where are all my kids' trophies? <laughs> Why is there an egg in a coffin here? <laughs> Timmy's soccer trophy. Yeah. Did you, so when you go in the kitchen, it says there's a chimney down somewhere. Did you put down chimney? No. Oh, it doesn't no. let you go down. You can only go up. Yeah, I put climb down chimney and it was like, what are you, Santa Claus? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like only Santa Claus goes down chimneys. And I was like, but. Up, I can go. All these nerd programmers were like, "Oh, yeah, you're not." (laughs) It's very funny. These are like time capsule pranks. I know. You got burned from a programmer from 1979. Yeah. Uh, Well, hey, it's time for our final thoughts on this. It's the review crew. So we'll each go around, say something positive about Zork, and give it a numerical decimal rating. I'll go. I really enjoyed. <laughs> I really enjoyed the de- vivid descriptions in the text here. There's like a lot of stuff where it just will give you a very elaborate. Uh, it just paints a picture very well with words, and and I do think that's a lot of fun. You know, this game is like it's not. I feel like just having this game be one that we review will, will may get us in trouble because it's not a bad game. It's a historically important game. It's just very, very dated, and it's just hard to play in 2019, and there are other games that you'd rather play that are more fun because they weren't designed with the limitations of a text adventure made in the late 70s. Uh, and before so many game design conventions had been discovered and settled by other people. But I will say that... It, it's not like fun now. <laughs> like I don't, know, I don't know how fun it is unless you have a, a, an attachment to it. So I don't know exactly how to review this. I guess because of its legacy, I will give this game an 8.0. Uh, and, uh, you know, which is a pretty good score. Again, it's out of a million, but it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> good. Um, Heather, your, your review. Uh, well, I something I talk about on this show sometimes is, is this a game or not? Sure. And one of the things that... Uh, kind of um, sticks in my craw about Zork is there are fail states. You can die in Zork, Mm -hmm. but there's only one way to solve it. So in a way, it's more like having uh, an Ikea table where you lost (laughs) the instruction manuals, but you have all the pieces. There's only one way to build the table, really. Yeah. And then when you're done, it's like, well, I built a table. So in that way, Zork is a table. Yeah. And uh, it's, as, it's a Bramf end table. Yeah. It's a, it's a Bramf end table. And on this table, I really liked some of the details, like the inventory system. And I really like that there are like internal clocks on stuff. Sure. And random encounters and a text based game. I like how I have visual memories of the house, even though I've never seen the house. Right. So, um, 10 out of 10. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. It's a good table. I like that you said that, and then you backed off the mic so quickly. Well, he was going to get you. I was scared. (laughs) The thief was was going to come. (laughs) (laughs) What are you scared of? Well, I'm scared of people, but not of games. (laughs) Uh, Matt, something positive, your review. So, 
I'm going to start by saying that I am not a smart man. And <laughs> so that was a, that was a, that was my main handicap getting into this game. Cause like they'll show me something and I'll be like, all right there. So like I'm looking at the screen right here, there's a small mailbox. I'm like, all right, great. And all, all you're seeing, all you're feeling inside is duh, duh, duh. <laughs> duh, duh, duh. And I'm thinking of a big, juicy turkey leg. Uh, but like, so the thing that I like about this game is that it humbled me. <laughs> I was like, damn, I had to really like contend with, I'm not smart enough to play this game. So like when I got to the maze, I was just like, I think this is it for me. Like, I don't know. I, I couldn't, I know I couldn't get out of a real maze. <laughs> so. But the fact that this game, yeah, I think based on Legacy of the Alone, I do think this is very interesting. The inventory system is insane. Like, that is really, really cool. Uh, I would never think to play this if I'd had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would just never think to do this unless we were doing it here. And I probably would never do something like this ever again. Uh, so I think probably like a four. I'd have to say four. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All ouchie, right. Ouchie. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, not for me. Uh, Kelly Nugent, your positive thing, your score. Um, what I liked about this game is that, um, I have a very vivid imagination. I felt like this game <laughs> let me, like, I don't know. I get like very what I liked like, about this game was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I'm perfect. No, it's not like, you know, like I was a kid that was like, you know, always imagining, like I played pretend for way too long. Right. And like, so for me, it was really fun. Cause I was able to, as I was reading, you know, the descriptions of part of the room, I would imagine the rest of the room. And I was like, Oh, like how cool. And the, descri- the descriptions were really cool. Um, the the maneuvering and kind of like getting around was a little difficult for me because, like I said, my map that I drew was not good. But that, I'll take that's my that's me problem. Yeah, that's not the game. <laughs> um, Vivid imagination, but your map is crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks your beautiful though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would say this game. 8.2. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh All right. Uh, Lindsay K. Ty. Uh, I also respect the fact that it was like one of the first games like this and that it's a text-based game that still seems like very advanced, like the fact that you can ask what you have and it knows and the fact that it'll just like throw somebody in there even though as far as I can tell, I haven't done anything to prompt that character to show up, but I guess that that's how that must work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did become addictive as bad as I felt at playing it. I was like, I'm going to get back in that fucking cellar <laughs> and, and then you'll see. Um, and so I did feel a need to prove myself, which was kind of a fun feeling. Like I did truly feel challenged by this game and not just in a frustrated way as frustrated as I was. And I liked the humor of the game. However, the thing that is really knocking it down for me is that I felt like the game was laughing at me the whole <laughs> time I played it. I didn't appreciate that attitude. Like, I was like, yeah, you can laugh at me, but it's because, like, you know everything because you wrote it. It doesn't make you better than me. Yeah. And so I was frustrated about that. So for that, I'll, I'll say a 6 out of 10. Okay. All, all right. right. And again, mm. our scores are out of a million, but still pretty good score. <laughs> 6 out of 10 million. <laughs> uh, hey, those were our thoughts, but Heather, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. What? Maybe we're wrong. 
some reviews from other sources that we are going to, that perhaps disagree with us. Here's one. This is from Mike Oppenheim, MD, quoted in Medical Economics MD. Magazine. Why is he talking about this game here? This this article he wrote in the early 80s, How Zork Took Over My Life. Here's an excerpt. <laughs> oh, my God. As I typed, read the leaflet, by the way, which is one of the first things you do in the game. Yes. I felt the hair on my neck prickle. I remember having oh the God. same sensation on first reading Edgar Allan Poe at age 11. It was just a, a, oh, a little- Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that was such a, like, drop. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the young age of 11, I was reading Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I know. Also, Poe isn't that great. He's not that great. Trust <laughs> It was just a, if a little voice were saying, this is creepy and weird, but don't put it down, I barely noticed my wife tiptoe out of the room. <laughs> Noticed that my hand was signing the divorce papers, but I wasn't fully aware of it. Oh man, what's this dude's name? He's this is a this is Doctor Mike Ipe Oppenheim, MD. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> marriage and medical practice collapsed because of a sword. He was, he's like one of the guys who was on the Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Uh, well, since I like the game, my review is negative. Mm. This is from uh, Menga.net. And it starts, a universal truth about text adventure computer games is that they just plain suck. (laughs) To this day, I cannot understand why anybody had any interest in these things to begin with. It's beyond me how someone could sit at a computer, play a single player text-based game, and actually get any enjoyment out of it. Uh, I think I may have tried playing text adventure games only a handful of times, and each time I was left unbelievably frustrated, so much that I pretty much said, screw this, and never bothered with them again. Well, he did it. Wow. Sounds like mm. my man needs a vivid imagination. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, try it sometime. Man. Uh, uh. Here's, here's one. This is from Computer Gaming World. This is from the March-April issue of 1983, back when it was, I guess, uh, bi-monthly. Many features besides its longevity and years of playtesting come together and make Zork great. However, the true feature that makes it truly superior is its user-friendliness. No. Oh. <laughs> Wrong. Oh. Incorrect. Uh, yeah. and, and then continues on later on in the review. As I mentioned above, Zork is all text. That means no graphics. None are needed. The authors oh. have not skimped on the vividly detailed descriptions of each location, which I did like. Descriptions to which not even Atari graphics could do complete justice. Oh, man, wow. this guy. Wow, what, 1983? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess Just if that's wait. what you're comparing it to, like pole position, it's like, yeah. You know, I, honestly, I remember when, like, 3D gaming first became a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the world is different. <laughs> but then, like, now, like, you know, PS5 is going to be coming out. Yeah. It has a solid state drive and, like, that that's just not even something I thought could be a thing in like ninety whatever. Yeah, in a home console. Yeah, or yeah. in two thousand whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. So you know what? Just oh man, where are you today? Probably dead. But <laughs> um, you would love what you could see today, person. Yeah. <laughs> or they wouldn't. Or they the, maybe not. The text. Maybe oh. they'd be. Maybe they'd be a, a, a grumpus. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't know. Old people usually evolve with the times. <laughs> 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 They're still liberal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I looked up a, a, a review of this game, and instead, uh, on a thread about Zork, there was this review, which I <laughs> thought I would read because I thought it was as if somebody got confused during their um, review process. <laughs> I was at Electronics Boutique, and I saw Hotel Dusk, 
So I asked the clerk who re- recommended it how it was, and she said, it's good, but it's mostly text-based. And I dropped the game like I was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the game. <laughs> Why would you want to play a game you're mostly going to read and have little to no gameplay involved? These games will never get rated higher than AA. I like how his threshold for, like, failure is, this is a double A game. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That was maybe we're wrong. It's time for a segment. It's the first ever edition of Fan Theory or Canon. Oh, man. Interesting. Okay, about Zorg? Here's how this will work. I'll read a fact from a video game franchise and you tell me if it's fan theory or if it's in fact actually canon Hmm. and the franchise is not Zork for this edition. This week, it's Donkey Kong. Okay. So here we go. So (laughs) So this is a new segment. This is a new segment. Okay, you're just bringing it on us? (laughs) Yeah, we have time for this. All right, here we go. I've been sitting on this segment for... (laughs) I've been sitting on this segment. Yeah, Matt knows about the segment. I'm sure you're very excited to do this. I'm very excited to do this segment. Nick's very excited about the segment. Do we have time for it? We have time for it. Not really. But I wanted to crowbar it in here, this thing that nobody likes already. Hey, we'll do it. We're all really excited to do the segment. I'm super in. I'm super in. So, no, so we love it. So I'll give you a fact about the Donkey Kong franchise, and you can buzz in and say if it's fan theory or canon. Okay. okay. The first one. Cranky Kong, the elderly Kong from the Donkey Kong Country franchise, is the original Donkey Kong from the arcade game. Anyone can buzz in. Buzz. Um, fan theory. That is... Wrong. It is, in fact, canon. This is explained multiple times okay. in the Red of Elf games that Cranky, <laughs> Cranky is the original Donkey Kong. <laughs> However, whether he is canonically DK's father or grandfather has yet to be officially clarified. Also, some argue that this has now been retconned by Nintendo, but it is canon in the Rare games. Wait, repeat the repeat the fact. He is... Cranky Kong uh-huh. is Donkey is the original Donkey Kong from the arcade game. Okay, yeah. that was it? Yes. Okay. But we don't know if he's related. We don't know if he's related. Take the test. Take the (laughs) test. (laughs) Guys, this is satisfying. We're having fun. Uh, Next one. Donkey Kong Jr. Buzz. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, He cannot fly. Okay, the question, the the fact was Donkey Kong Jr. killed Mario and Luigi's father. (laughs) What? That's got to be a fan theory, right, Buzz? It is a fan theory, Matt. Dang. At the end of his titular game, Donkey Kong Jr. does kill Mario. However, really? what? <laughs> however, it's speculated because of the timeline it would have to be Mario Senior. Uh, but yeah, I can actually I, I could I could send you this, Matt, if you want to play this, throw this intro. See, in. I'm sorry, sure. he, he so Donkey Kong Junior murders Mario. Donkey Kong Junior kills Mario. Here, I'll just play this real but quick. According to the to it. timeline, it has to maybe be Mario. It would have been father. Mario's dad. <laughs> So we see Mario die there, and he's got a halo over his head. That's oh. not unconsciousness. That is Bleak. the that is embrace death. of grim okay. death. Hey, but he gets to go to heaven. <laughs> well, what's funny is yeah. I would have buzzed in with fan theory being like, that's fucking ridiculous. Neither of those things happened. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things did happen. So I would have been right just uh, by accident. <laughs> All right, next question. Donkey Kong kidnapped Pauline as revenge for his own imprisonment. A buzz. Go ahead, Heather. Uh, canon. It is canon. This was a this was in a game and watch game Yay. called Circus. I knew this one. Uh, and this is confirmed by Shigeru Miyamoto himself. Here's the quote: Mario kept Donkey Kong locked up 
So he escaped with his girlfriend. Oh Dude, my god, Mario! Wrong yeah. side of history. Wow. I, he really was. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. Wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's another one. Okay, Cranky Kong's wife, Wrinkly Kong, died of old I'm age. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, f- uh, f- I'm gonna say. Fan, fan, fan. F- Fan theory. Yes, you are correct. The the fact she that actually died. It, she she did she die died. of old age. Uh, but she did die after the events of Donkey Kong Country Three. She appears as a ghost in Donkey Kong Country Four, but her death is canonically unexplained. <gasps> so, mysterious death. Mysterious death. My my theory is that that cranky Kong <laughs> is so cranky because he doesn't know why his wife died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. He has yet to solve her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you wait, th- think it's Mario? Uh, it's going probably, for Mario's sure game. it's yeah. Mario yeah. or Mario's ghost. Oh my he's God! Wait, walk off with a girlfriend. Wait, Mario died, right? So then Mario's ghost is hooking up with Rankly Kong. Holy oh. shit! In the afterlife, y'all. Afterlife cuckoldry, the ultimate <laughs> revenge. <laughs> yeah, they always fuck in the room yeah. while Cranky Kong's like, oh! ghost cuckold. <laughs> okay, last one. Funky Kong. Got his tail shot off in the Great Ape War. Oh my God! <laughs> they have tails. Fan theory. It is a fan theory. You are correct. His tail was shot off in the Great Ape War. Uh, that is speculated, and the Great mm-hmm. Ape War is only hinted at in the Donkey Kong franchise, but we never actually see evidence of it, guys. Which I, is a thing I knew, and that's absolutely what led to my giving that answer. <laughs> 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 I'm glad we both share a comprehensive knowledge uh-huh. of the Donkey hey, Kong franchise. Yep. Hey, Shout hey. out to a few sources on the segment, uh, real quick: the Super Mario Wiki, the Donkey Kong Wiki, and a 2018 Kotaku piece on the Donkey Kong timeline by Merritt K. Go ahead, Heather. Nick, are the Mario Kart and Donkey Kong Kart or Diddy Kong's racing are those canon? Are those experiences that the characters are having, or is that a hallucination that the player is having? I'm going to mm-hmm. say it's all canon. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mario Party is canon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they get together on a giant board, a game board, and play a bunch of mini games against each other. Uh, it's time for the question block. Pew pew pew. Thanks, Matt. It's question block. What's funny is I was going to do that, and then I was like, don't mess up with somebody's, somebody else's podcast. There might be a sound. More restraint than me. Uh, this is from at Scott Max. Uh, did you try to keep a mental map, or did you draw one? You talked about the map. Got to draw bit. a map. Draw, yeah. You got to draw a mental yeah. map? Are you kidding me? That person, I mean, I tried both. How could you be so like smart? There are some people. There are some people with amazing spatial, like they can like just visualize three D objects and rotate I them in their heads. Can't. I can't do it. I yeah. can't fucking do that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I made a I made a hand drawn grid and then yeah. would draw out my map. But the thing with Zork is that there are places where no. the grid won't line up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to love making maps, and part of that was that my brother played this old this old PC RPG, The Bard's Tale. We played the Bard's Tale series. Mm. I looking back on it, I realized the nature of my brother's older than me and I would like, he would like be playing the game and I'd like be making a map while he was playing it. And I realized later on that like, wait a minute, I, he was just getting to play the game and I was just like doing homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But I thought at the time I was like, oh, this is fun. We're playing this together, you know. Oh, but, bro time, man. bro time, this, bro time. That yeah, was yeah. basically like the multiplayer in um, Super Mario Galaxy. Like you got to be like oh, the yeah. star that floats around and right. does jack shit. <laughs> but hey, you got to play too or you got like an unplugged controller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is from at... I am, I am Fusky. I am at I am Fusky. Did either of you get into MUDs, uh, multi-user dungeons via Telnet or some other application? The early days of MMO gaming. 
I did. Pl- I did play I one of these. It. I knew it. <laughs> I played one on a on my friend had a had a message board that he ran a BB. What were they called? BBS? Is that what they were? Bulletin board service. Yeah. My friend had a BBS, and he, we would dial into it with my. I could dial into it with my dad's dial up modem. And yeah, there was a little RPG you could play. I barely remember it, but I just know that the only thing was that you would go and have some random encounters, and then you would put. You'd have. You'd. The only real mechanic is that you had to remember to put your money in the bank after every every encounter, or else if you died, you would lose everything. Hmm. So it's basically just that. It like was the trophy. It was like the trophy thing. Yeah, it was just just very very basic. But yeah, that was the only one I remember playing, and I don't remember any details about it except that my character name was probably something problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't ever uh, do that. I, I, I never I had LARPed. that. You LARPed. Oh, yeah, I LARPed. That's fun. I in Chicago there was a a, a Chicago LARP that was like hundreds of people wow. uh, that would wow. take place in a warehouse with multiple environments. And so there was like a library, an underground, like there there was a part that took place in the sewers and it was like old That's sewers. That's cool. I would have loved that. It was really, really cool. Um, it wasn't until later that I found out that that was a fucking terribly nerdy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it is. Because when you hear about it, you're just like, oh, wow, it's like Disneyland, but everybody gets to be in character. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty nerdy, but I think I knew it was nerdy when I heard the acronym LARP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's from at Gordy McGrath in high school. I'm, I'm guessing it's Jordy. Jordy? Jordy. Yeah. Mm, at Jordy McGrath in high school. Our head IT create our head of IT created an extremely elaborate text adventure set in our school. Do you think that's weird or cool? Uh, Super cool. So <laughs> the cool. problem that I have with it is that it's set in the school. Yes. Which makes it's kind of like on that borderline of like when people write like um real people fanfic. Oh yeah. Where it's like, oh, don't I don't like the involvement of like real people in the yeah. space thing. Here's what I Because I would have done that as a kid, but as when I grew up, I, I would have been like, oh I shouldn't have Right. I've read fuck porn that I star in Jesus oh, no. Christ. Really? Uh, for for fan fiction. And it's uh it's it's awesome and I'm I'm uh, I'm thumbs up. Oh what wow. is the, but wait. if you but if you wow. like it, I think that's okay. But what? I feel like there are people that would feel, I mean, no guarantee. I feel like I have to, yeah. I feel like I have to like <laughs> 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 oh no! They're telling me I have uh, to. What was the context? It's, was it uh, whose line fanfic? Oh, oh my, my god! Oh my and god! There is there is more of it than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Does it, is, does it start as like an improv game and turn into? Uh no! It's like it's like people. It's like uh, that Jeff Davis is a plumber and he's going over to Ryan Styles' house oh, and like fuck it's AU. Uh, oh, it's like alternate universe. Yeah, uh, there's a huge huge amount of AU whose line fanfic. Wow. Uh, uh, and most of it is graphically sexual. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I will say Ryan Style is one of my high school crushes. Wow. Really? There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, you should check out. Um, what is the the big repository of fanfic on uh, Ao3? Yeah, our, our cup of our own. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, do I'm explicit good. only. Sort by kudos. This girl knows how to work on Ao3. Okay. <laughs> where I said I immediately investigate all romantic and take <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you have a question or comment for us, at HDTGPpod is our social media. Lindsay K. Ty, Kelly Nugent, uh, everyone should check out the podcast Teen Creeps. It's it's so so funny. I've I've guessed it on it, Thank and you. it's a it's a delight to listen to. Uh, and it's it's very it's a very charming subculture. You guys investigate uh, very astutely. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to plug at this time? 
Sure. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on all the social media at Kelly Nugy, K-E-L-L-Y N-U-G-E-E. Or you can watch me on Thursday nights, 10.30 p.m. Eastern on the El Rey Network. El Rey Nation. We talk uh, movies, comics, gaming, and more. Uh, and we also just talk about anything and everything. Um, and also Teen Creeps. I am at Lindsay Katai on all social media, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-K-A-T-A-I. And I am a writer on the Cartoon Network show Infinity Train. We just released uh, the first 10 episodes. Uh, go check those out wherever you can. Uh, very good show. And the main character uh, is an aspiring uh, uh, game designer. Wow. As wow. It cool. And um, our, we have future episodes that I am... Not allowed to talk about, but I am allowed to say exist. <laughs> and Infinity Train on the Cartoon Network, yes? Yes. Awesome. Check all that stuff out. That's really cool. It is cool. That's it. Thanks. I just think that's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Thanks for having us. Thank you, know, you so much for having us. Oh, my God. Thank you for being Thank you here. for being on the show. Thank you for playing through Zork. And Matt, what will we be playing through next week? Uh, yeah, next week's game is NES Movie Tie-In, Friday the 13th, as we get into Horror Month on How Did This Get Slayed? <laughs> Well, I am sitting in a podcast studio, uh, and I think I will take Nick. Wait, take no, no. Take I'm being Nick. taken. I'm being taken. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>